Welcome to the Movie Planet Season 6, Episode 5. This week, we are talking 2022's Jurassic World Dominion. With Joe. The doomsday clock might be about out of time, but as they say, it's always darkest just before eternal nothingness. What? And Caitlin. See, here's how they get you. They give you so many promotions in a short period of time that it bludgeons your capacity for critical thinking. Oh my God. So then there are doors that you don't open, things that you ignore. But mainly, he's exploiting your enchantment with these. Movie Planet. <laughs> Joining me is the Ellie to my Alan. No, I know. Well, we, honestly, we, maybe we have better chemistry than they do in this movie. I think we do. <laughs> uh, this week, we've nominated Jurassic World Dominion for the Science Fiction Pan Movie Pantheon. <laughs> I don't it. really know why we didn't nominate. We don't you have to by law? We grandfathered this in because we've already done five of them, and this is the final one. So we're clearing out the Jurassic Park franchise with yeah, this one. Yeah, I'm over it, and I'm. I have a feeling we're gonna have a lot of fun with this one today. Yeah, I I thought I liked it. And then I you started writing <laughs> and I started reading your comments and I was like, oh my God, you're right, this sucks. This is this is a problem. Oh no. <laughs> now, the science fiction movie Pantheon's got seven films in it. Number one is The Matrix with an A, 97.5%. A Jurassic Park is 94%. Back to the Future is a 93.3%. Jurassic World is a 90%. Enemy Mine from 85 is an 85%. Back to the Future Part 3 is an 81%. And Back to the Future Part 2 is a 77%. No, no. No, no. Caitlin, Caitlin. I want to change my grade to get Back to the Future Part Two above that stupid Wild Wild West version of Part Three. <laughs> so, Caitlin, I have to ask: a hundred? Are there a hundred? Are there any grades you would like yes, to change? Yes, I want to change it to a hundred. Get it up. You want to change that to a hundred percent? You know, Part Two is my favorite one. I know it's your favorite, but is it a hundred? No, but it's higher than that. Do you want to? So you gave it a B minus, right? I gave it a higher score than. Yes. You but gave part three a higher score than part two. I did. I thought it was a tighter story. <sighs> but, Caitlin, you gave it a B minus. Do you want to raise it to a B plus? Yes. Okay. Whatever it'll do to switch that. That's just wrong. Moving it up to a B plus changes the score to a 79. There we go. No, wait, that's not high enough. <laughs> I'm not, you, you want I to want go, a 92. You want, you want to go A minus? 92. A minus, okay. Are we doing a 10.8 A scale or like now, a Nashville scale? Now we're at 80.6%. Is it worth the I, A? Caramba. Can we just get rid of Steve? Like he wasn't <laughs> even a part of it. Steve gave his Sorry, rationale for Steve. it. Steve gave his rationale for it. I, 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 mm. You know what? I'm not done with this argument. You want to give it a, you want to go A with it? I kind of want to just give it a hundred just to be an asshole. If you give it an A, it's above back to the future for you. Okay, hold on. Can I raise my back to the future grade to like a 97 and then put that at like a 94? Well, you can give it, here's the thing. We now have hundreds we can give. Now I gave, I gave back to the future a hundred percent. Did you really? It is, it is one of the best science fiction movies I've ever seen and probably will ever see. Okay. I'm going 98 for Back to the Future. Okay. Well, here's the thing. You're, five for Back to the Future Part 2. Do you mean A plus or an A? A plus. Well, I thought you said I could give it a numerical score. No, I'm, you can give it an, uh, like, give it a grade. Like, okay, an A, an a plus. A, 
A plus. So 100%. Yeah, we're talking AP credit here. Okay. Well, now it's above Jurassic Park. So Fine. Great. Okay, so Good. now you've given Back to the Future A plus, which I think it deserves. Yes. Back to the Future Part 2, you've given an A minus 2. Yeah. Okay. Back to the Future Part 3, you gave a C plus 2. No, let's lower that as low as it'll go. It, in F? Well, no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's like a D plus. I you, hate that movie. You dropped this movie a whole grade. You better give a good damn reason why. It sucks. <laughs> there are no runaway trains in the wild, wild west. Oh, excuse me. Yes, I there apologize. were. Yes, no, I know. <laughs> back it up, back it up, back it up. There are no flying runaway trains in the wild, wild west. You're right. Done. There aren't. Done. There's also not flying cars in 1985, but there we are. Doesn't he also, aren't like, doesn't he play like five different people and his mom is also his sister, is also his brother? Like, no, D. Okay. I can't even remember because I hate the movie and You're I refuse to watch it. You're dropping it down to 65? It. Sure. Okay. Totally. Back to the Future Part 3 is down to a 77%. You should now. get this part. Like, you, we should take this out because all this does is it just allows us to cheat the system to put the movie. Well, that's why you better have to give a good reason for it. Well, I don't feel like I just gave my best reason, but there I, it is. You get, you're giving it a D. Yeah, it sucks. Okay. So I gave it an 88. Steve gave it a 78. You've given it a 65. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to keep Back to the Future Part 2 at an A minus. Is it definitely above Back to the Future Part 3? Yeah, clearly it is. It's an eight, it, it, it rounds out to an 80%. No, let's give Back to the Future Part 2 like an 83, 84. Like a B, like a C plus. A C, a C plus? No, wait. No, 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 no. I'm getting my math conversions wrong. It, a B, a B. You want to go B? B. 85%. Okay. Yep, there we go. That's a C when we talk about teaching. Yeah, but when you talk about real grades around the rest of the nation, that's what it would be. It would be a B. In Finland, that's what they do. In everywhere in the United States, that's what they did until we changed it so that kids would work harder and it didn't do it. Okay, this is not an edgy podcast. Now let's talk about education. Okay. <laughs> okay, are we done with this? We aren't actually because you've never given a grade for any of the Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park, the first one I stand by. What You never gave it a grade. I don't know what you're standing by. Well, I stand by the grade it's given in here. It's you given want, an A. Okay, an A. Yeah. Okay. So that is an, a 95%. Fallen Kingdom's like an F minus. <laughs> so an F, Fallen It's Kingdom, awful. That would be a 55. It, it's awful. Okay. Um, I don't even know if I remember Jurassic part two and part three. Jurassic World's great. I give... I gave Jurassic World an 85. JC gave it a 95. Mm -hmm. I'd give it a 90. A 90? I'd give it like a B plus. Is that a B plus or an A minus? I don't even know. Well, and it, you're giving it an A minus? Probably more of a B plus. Okay, that's an 88. Okay. Oh, that seems a little low. Whatever, it's but, fine. I need to quit looking at the number. I'm just gonna go with my gut. But do, do, do you see above how I have the, what the grade correlations are? Oh, no, but that is helpful. No, you have an A as a 94 to a 99. Sweetheart, look to the right of it. So when you give a letter grade, that's the numerical quotient word you give to it. Oh. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Still doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's fine. What do you mean it doesn't make a lot of sense? That makes perfect sense. Why do you have a 94 to a 99% as an A, but then you have a 100 to a 90 as an A? Do you see my confusion? That's for the, the A. The math ain't mathin'. So let me try to explain this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me mansplain some math. Oh, to you know what? Forget it then. I'm, since clearly I'm going to be shut down with the mansplaining card. No, go card. ahead, math teacher. No, no, it's okay. I, I'll denounce myself as a male on the podcast today. I like simple places like 
Butter in my ass. Lollipops in my mouth. Okay, so we're good there with Jurassic World. Jurassic World, you want to give it a B plus? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. now the Pantheons yeah, are. Lord. The Matrix is 100%. Jurassic Park is a 94%. <laughs> no. Back to the Future's at 96%, then Jurassic Park, 94, Jurassic World, 89, Enemy Mine, 85, Back to the Future Part 2, Thank you. a 78, and Back to the Future Part 3, a 77. Okay, I think that's, I, I'm good with it. Very awesome. Okay, we, we've come to a consensus. Nobody on can mess with it. Steve, Joel, the Easter Bunny, you know, now, I need President to Biden, I, nobody. I have a grade I need to change. I need to bring Back to the Future Part 3 grade to an A. It's really not funny. I know, I won't do that. Too soon. Yeah, I won't do that. Okay, now that we've handled that business, let's get down to business! This week, we are talking about 2022's Jurassic World Dominion, a movie made for about $165 million that brought in $1.003 billion, proving once again that having a high box office, box office does not mean your movie is good. Dear Lord, that's a lot of money. Yeah, the Transformers make movies make a billion dollars also. Uh, screenplay by Emily Carmichael and Colin Trevorrow. Directed by Colin Trevorrow. Music by Michael Giacchino. This opened June 10th, 2022, and it took down Top Gun Maverick. Oh, that's right. Yes. That was the same time. Yes. And then the next week, Top Gun Maverick took down Jurassic World again. <laughs> well, one's nominated for an Oscar. Mm -hmm. The other, not so much. No. In fact, this one's nominated for some very funny awards. Oh, gosh. Like the toilet bowl? Oh, there's the Razzies, and then there's something that I think you're going to get a kick out of. Starring, oh, it's PG-13, two hours and 27 minutes of your life taken away. Starring Chris Pratt as Owen Grady, Bryce Dallas Howard as Claire Deering, Lauren Dern, hey, welcome back, as Ellie Sadler, Sam Neill as Alan Grant, they dug him up, Jeff Goldblum as Ian Malcolm, DeWanda Wise as the beautiful Kayla Watts, Mamadou Athi as Ramsey Cole, Isabella Sermon as Maisie Lockwood, Campbell Scott as Louis Dodge, and B.D. Wong as Henry Wu, Omar Sy, I love you, Omar, Barry Sabine, Justice Smith, what the hell are you doing here is Franklin Webb, Danielle Pineda, you changed her hairstyle, Zia Rodriguez, Dykin Lockman is Soyana Santos, and not starring or having anything to do with Michael Crichton, the author of the original Jurassic Park story, and who's been rolling in his grave with each additional movie made afterwards. Please let this man rest in peace. Pour one out for the boys. Mm-hmm. According to IMDb, this movie had a couple of taglines. First one was, it all started here, and the second one was, the epic, epic, epic conclusion of the Jurassic era. Who is your PR team? Like, <laughs> do something different. The How about like, you know, I don't know, like, <laughs> like. Locusts. <laughs> Lord of the Flies, but different. Do you like dinosaurs? Here's bugs. <laughs> like, I don't know, the, the not so lovely bones. <laughs> I don't know. The not so lovely Actually, sounds like it'd be a good like be a good <laughs> band name, like Tom Sandoval in the like most extra. Like think of the lovely bones and how that plot would star in this. <laughs> well, that's quite literally what I was kind of thinking. I mean, you could do like Gone Girl, but like Gone Brontosaurus on the train with a brontosaurus. <laughs> uh, do you remember seeing this for the first time? What'd you think? Yeah, and I thought it was fine. And then again, now I'm here and I'm questioning my decisions. I feel like I'm back to you know my high school dating days where I'm just like, what were you thinking? This is one of the movies that you called me up and you were like, should we see this? And I went, it's dumb and fun. <laughs> oh, I did. You called me well, up. Well, I saw this and I saw Maverick, I think. In it was the between the two you week. asked me about. No, I think I saw them in the same week. Yeah. Oh. I saw it in the theater and I thought, you know, okay, this time maybe I'll be happier after Fallen Kingdom. It was and better than Fallen Kingdom. I was hoodwinked again. <laughs> no, it was better than Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> I watched Fallen Kingdom after watching this 
And I can't tell the difference at this point, which one's better or not. I, I'm just like- Fallen Kingdom blatantly kills dinosaurs. That, what it, what is it called? A Megatus, no, don't do it. Don't play it. That Megasaurus where I it's like- have it. Where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I won't play anything. That was great. <laughs> like, and it looks like it's waving its little like elephant, like trunk. Oh, the brontosaurus. Oh yeah, it's so sad. I could cry about it right now. I forgot that gets you emotional. That's the that's what makes the Fallen Kingdom better oh, for you. And that's then it. you see it kicking its hind legs up in the air, like in the field of smoke. And As a smoke fire. engulfs so it. So Sad. Oh, Jesus. I'm actually tearing up. You are tearing. I this need is, to go home. Th th no. <laughs> so sad. Okay, time for the making of Inception of Perception. Here we go. Don't get on the set, get ready to shoot, and then ask for rewrites. Studios do this crap all the time, and they wonder why they end up with a shit movie. Smoke and mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory. Movie? You know, I hate the word movie. I don't make movies. I make films. In April 2014, Trevorrow announced that sequels to Jurassic World had been discussed. He said they wanted to create something less arbitrary and episodic, which could potentially arc into a series that would feel like a complete story. Trevorrow later asked how much planning he had put into the trilogy while he's filming Jurassic World in 2014, replied that he knew where the story would end. No, he didn't, as evidenced <laughs> by this movie. He said that planning the beginning, middle, and end of the trilogy ahead of time is crucial to a franchise like this if you really want to bring people along with you and make sure that they stay interested. It needs to be thought through on that level it can't be arbitrary the earlier jurassic park movies had pretty clear definitive endings they were much more episodic I, but this was dude, not evident <laughs> george lucas did it right yes he you did. not so much uh in fact what's funny about this is that they ended up following the same issue that the star wars sequels had with abrams doing the first and last movie but not the middle one which is what this one was colin trevorrow did world and dominion but he didn't do the middle one that was j.a bayona Okay. Okay. I don't even care at this point. In May 2015, Trevorrow expressed his desire to have different directors work on future films because that's continuity, believing that others could bring different qualities to the series. And this is where we like have our biggest- Completely different storylines? And this is our biggest problem with the entire franchise. Like- Quote, I think this is one of those franchises, like Mission Impossible and like what they're currently doing with Star Wars, which he was a part of and should have learned from that this is going to really benefit from new voices and new points of view. Down the line, looking at the right way, the franchises have been working. I'm pretty confident this is the right answer for this one. Uh, <laughs> you know what you just described? You just described Ryan Murphy's American Horror Story. There it is. That is quite literally what this is then. That's fine. Uh -huh. You don't have continuity. What you have is the same cast that you're overpaying gajillions of dollars to basically play variations of different characters just with the same face each season. Right. Jurassic World producer Frank Marshall confirmed plans for the third movie later in 2015 and Universal Pictures chair Donna Langley said that Trevorrow and Spielberg had a story idea for the film. Film. Trevorrow said that the friendship in Jurassic World between Owen and Barry could continue into the sequels. Because they were such tight homies. <laughs> he was in there for five seconds. He almost gets eaten by the freaking Velociraptor and then he's gone. I was going to say, it was very, very thin friendship. Like, uh, he also said that Bryce Dallas Howard's character, Claire, would evolve the most during the Jurassic World trilogy. She's the one I'm the most confused about. She's the most unrecognizable character by I, the end. I do love her. As a actress and as a director i love her she i should have directed her. this i hate her in this i know she should have directed this yeah i think she had things to say i you think they all had things to say i think that they had all the things to say and they tried to do all the things at all the same time fair <laughs> uh 
Okay, so let's just uh, skip down here. Trevorrow had been set to direct Star Wars Episode Nine before leaving the project in September of 2017. I mean, how many episodes are there at this point? That was the last one, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. It was the finale for them. He was, in fact, he wrote the script for it. He was set to do the movie, and then he he quit to do this movie, and they threw away his script, and J.J. Abrams came in and wrote his own, and it turned into a pile of shit. And now they're just doing TV shows? Uh, well, that's, they've always been doing those along the way. Oh, so they're done with movies. No, they're, they're well- For Star Wars? Nothing is greenlit right now on their slate for a movie. Okay. Yeah, but if you read the Colin Trevorrow script that was thrown away- Yeah, I'm good. It's monumentally better than the movie we got. But then he gave us this? He quit it and gave us this. I don't under- I, the math ain't math in. He applied math his experience teacher. in the Star Wars project, which he viewed as a practice run for creating a finale film, which he never finished with Star Wars, to Jurassic World Dominion. People who worked with Trevorrow on episode nine later joined him for Jurassic World Dominion. So he quit, he brought all of his people with them, and they shit on this franchise instead. <laughs> Literally nobody thought, hey, um, not really getting it. Colin Trevorrow, you could make a case to say that he is to blame for the destruction of two franchises, Star Wars and Jurassic Park. Other than returning characters <clears throat> uh, from the original trilogy, including uh, Dr. Alan Grant and Dr. Ian Malcolm rejoining Ellie Sattler, according to Trevorrow, striking a balance of screen time for the trio and the newer characters was the most difficult aspect of developing the film's story. Wu, Henry Wu, who also appeared in the first film and the Jurassic World films returned as well. Uh, Trevorrow felt that the film had enough returning characters. Spielberg advised Trevorrow to remember the importance of the film's characters, quote, don't forget that these are humans. These are real people, scientists, parents going through something spectacular, something fantastic. I think he forgot what their jobs were. I'm gonna hold all comments. For, for the synopsis? For, for, for now. We're about to get into this. Yeah, for now. Here we go, okay. let's, let's, let's get do. into this hot mess. Lewis, you're not listening to me. The locust's prehistoric DNA has made them stronger than they should be. They're multiplying like crazy, and they're not dying. What part of this don't you understand? Well, I do understand. This is going to be a global famine. Hey, hey, we can't anticipate everything. We need to eradicate the ones we released. What? All of them. No. Like, no, Henry. Like yesterday. We don't want to cause a panic. We want control. There's no such thing. Four years after dinosaurs have been set loose on the mainland, humans have had to adjust to their presence. The Mosasaurus is seen pulling a fishing boat down after grabbing its cage of fish with its jaws. Many people have died from dino-related incidents, and while many think the prehistoric animals should be all killed off, others have found a way in the black market to illegally sell and distribute captured all prehistoric animals. The government hands the reins to Biosyn Genetics, a company led by Lewis Dodgson from the first movie, with the promise to keep the dinosaurs held at a sanctuary in Italy's Dolomite Mountains to further research them for pharmaceutical purposes. News coverage also notes that Maisie Lockwood has disappeared after her true nature as a clone was made public. I, I like don't even know where to start. What? Okay, let me just ask this yeah. because I don't know. Maybe I just did. Maybe I missed it, or there's a you know ninety five percent chance it them? just wasn't included. No, the whole genetics, the whole genetics concept. Yes. Okay. I totally get a sanctuary. Where does the need for a genetics corporation with an emphasis in pharmaceuticals, like, like <laughs> help this make sense? Stop me. asking questions, Caitlin. Like, I don't, I, I, 
like at what point in these six films were the dinosaurs ever used for making a prescription a B, if it's a sanctuary, that usually means humans aren't anywhere around. There's no infrastructure. There's no, like, greenhouse gases. There's no, like, there's no stuff. Right. It's just, you know, naked as the day God made it. (laughs) I I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. And I'm just going to stand by that for basically everything you will say between now and the end. I'm going to say this. I think this is a strong start. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I just don't understand. Like, I'm like, did I miss that little, was there a, you know, what what do they call it in Star Wars with the script? A crawl? Yeah. Like, yeah. did I miss a crawl? There was no crawl. Okay. It was just four years later after Fallen I, Kingdom. But I, I, okay. As much of a strong start as this is, though, I understand PETA-type organizations wanting to protect animals, but when right. an entire species is causing the deaths of humans, you kind of got to draw the line somewhere, don't you? I think this is exactly how this would play out in real life. Okay. I Because when you think about this idea, the ethical dilemma that is being painted between preserving an animal and you know preserving a species as well as protection of human life, I wholeheartedly think this is the type of thing that we would see. This is the type of lobbying we would see. There would be political policy. There'd be a lot of conversations around it. But again, I think the whole thing that's weird about this is it's like, we're forgetting that it's not like this is a species that like we're afraid is going to go extinct. They're they're extinct. Like they already were extinct. Dinosaurs had their time. You created them in a lab. chose them. (laughs) So I'm a little like, Yes, they are living, breathing animals. Totally get that. Like, again, the from Fallen Kingdom, like, died a little. I know my voice cracked. It was like a thing. It's awesome. Don't, you know, whatever. Awesome. We're just going to move forward. I look at it as it, it is selective protection because I understand wanting to protect all life. Right. But where are they when protecting bacteria? Protecting viruses? Why would we want to do that? You protect when it's in regard to, you know. Human frailty? Well, and motivation. Yeah, well, it's it's all based on you know. Dinosaurs you are doing nothing it. but killing people. Right. So I I know that's where there I'm are like, raptors in the woods. We don't protect that. You shot it. You shoot it down. I don't know. Um, okay. But you could say the same thing about like a lion. I mean, lions aren't you know warm and fuzzy towards people. Look at freaking Tiger King. It, Joe Exotica. Joe Exotic, baby. <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, Dodgson is in this. We haven't seen him since the first movie. Yeah. Uh, if you don't remember who he was, he was the guy that handed Nedry the can of uh, aerosol. Is that Newman from Seinfeld? That's Newman. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. At a facility in Nevada, Claire Deering and Zia Rodriguez save a baby dinosaur from an illegal breeding site. They join Franklin Webb as they escape in a van, but security guards chase after them until the three manage to lose them. Franklin and Zia tell Claire they can no longer keep this type of work up, and while they support Claire in her endeavors, they are moving on to jobs that are safer for them. No. I'm sorry. This is where the movie loses me already. When the hell is Claire Deering's arc in all this? I, yeah, I just feel like she's gone through these really radical transformations, not just in her work, but like when you think about the persona of the character and the different character traits that kind of tie to the work she's doing and what it means for her and, and who she is as a human. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of things that are happening. Like Chick's been in therapy, like doing some work. And she's been like at Burning Man, doing some retreats. What's that retreat that people go to where you like can't use your phone? It's Ayahuasca like a, or? No, it's like, um, it's like a deep meditation one, but people, it's like, uh, I don't know. It must be a California thing. It definitely, it, I mean, celebrities go, like Katy Perry went. Yeah. Um, oh. I don't know what it's. <laughs> 
That's going to bug me. Anywho, seems like she's been doing a lot of soul searching, and that's fine. Great. I just would have liked to have seen some of it. I mean, first movie, she didn't care about the animals at all. She cared about the bottom line. Second movie, she works at an organization that lobbies for the care of animals in a political sense. She's political lobbying. In this movie, animal protector, renegade, breaks the laws to release animals in the wild. What the hell is she? Well, and I, here's the other thing too. Why is she not putting them somewhere safe? And why is Chris, why is Owen Grady okay with this? I don't think, I think he has stopped trying to control her since movie one. Well, well <laughs> clearly. Speaking, speaking of weird continuities, Franklin. I love him. Here's the thing. I like who the character yeah, is. Yeah, I think he's fun. My problem is the character we saw in Fallen Kingdom would have never signed up for this. He was too scared for any of it. No, and I asked this in a couple slides, or in a couple slides, in a couple sections down, but I, so, okay, like he quits this and then all of a sudden is like high enough up in the CIA to where he like matters. And if he's at the CIA, why is he doing this? I, mm -hmm. Right. Now, Zia. That I get. This, she's, this lines up for her. She's less annoying. Yeah, this tracks. You can tell she's grown up a little bit and they've dialed back the millennial a little bit. Yeah. Because before it was all about, I'm going to preach to you why everybody older than me is wrong. Yeah. And now it's like, uh, we are doing some bad shit out here. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, somewhere near the snowy mountains in Nevada, Owen Grady is riding a horse to wrangle large dinosaurs. <laughs> now it's a Western. I don't understand. For what purpose? Where is he taking them? That's the, I was, okay. I was wondering that too. I'm like, did I miss where this thing goes next? Uh, although, okay. After he's done, he goes back to the cabin that he shares with Claire and Maisie as he and Claire are now her adoptive parents. Illegally, of course. Although Maisie likes to stray from home and witness the dinosaurs on land, Claire and Owen try to keep her hidden for fear that someone is after her. This causes her to get annoyed with them. And she has also become curious about Charlotte Lockwood, whom she was cloned from. Sure enough, mercenaries led by Rain Delacourt are spying on them in the woods, Maisie being their target. Why? So why? And and maybe they, did Bio? Biosyn hired them. Okay, that's right. But again, remind me, why? They, we're gonna get to that later on. Oh, it's because of the locust DNA or something like that? Uh, They wanted to get Beta. They wanted- Oh, that's right. That's what they were after. They That's came right. across Maisie and they decided to call an audible and go into kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, and here's my thing. Is there like a bounty out for her? Is, are they all fugitives under the law? Like, what do they, do they think this girl is just such a hot commodity that people will come kidnap her? Like, do they know people are after her or are they just afraid that people, you know, are gonna send, like come and arrest them? Like. You see what I mean? Like, what is the big dot deal? Why, here's the thing, there's three questions. Why are they hiding Maisie? What does it matter if she exists in the world? The dinosaurs do, they don't seem to have a problem with that. Well, she's stolen. So the, well, okay, if she's stolen, so the woman who's all about freeing the animals is all about caging their not adopted daughter. Don't leave the house, stay in this room. It's been four fucking years. I don't know. Yeah, and why, it, how does she stay hidden for four years? She doesn't. Well, they live in Nevada. I didn't even know there was snow in Nevada. Actually, I did. But yeah, there's I, some climate issues in this also in Nevada. Looks like they don't look like they're in Nevada. They look like they're in Antarctica. I thought like, they were in like in northern Montana yeah. in January. It looks like Lake Tahoe. Like, yeah, oh yeah, it looks like snow like snow. Right. Snow. Lots of snow. In the year 2023, ride sharing has become predictable, expensive, and a little boring. I mean, why not add a little spice to the situation? Well, that's where we come in. 
We are Nappers, the ride-sharing company that allows anyone to assign a ride-share to anyone. Whereas most ride-sharing companies like Uber or Lyft specialize in getting you from where you are to where you want to go in a way that makes you comfortable, here at Nappers, we're just concerned with what your friends, family, or even an organization wants. Each Nappers ride involves a driver and two to three large humans to help your victim, I mean rider, voluntarily get into the car with minor force. It's the perfect April Fool's gift. Want to mess with a friend and pick them up for work or only to take them to the park? Nappers is the way to go. Got that coworker who's always stealing your lunch out of the fridge and you want to teach them a lesson? Set up a ride share around lunch to pick them up to take them to a Long John Silver where they can get their own damn lunch. Looking for a young girl who is a clone of an old girl that the entire world is looking for because of how special she is and you want to poke and prod her for her DNA to save a bunch of crops from, from prehistoric locusts? Try our Merc package. We'll make sure we kidnap, I mean pick, it, pick up, this young lady and get her to your underground destination for any and all experiments you may wish to perform. Nappers Ride Sharing, because life's too short to be safe. Not far from the cabin, Blue the Raptor has a sexually reproduced a child who Maisie later names Beta. They go hunting together. It's quite literally the Immaculate Conception. Okay, and pardon my ignorance. Can animals do this? Yeah, some can. Okay. Yeah. It seems very odd to me. Yeah. Uh, Owen went from living in a warm climate to a cold climate, and Blue followed him? I... That I don't get, and I guess the only thing that I can maybe justify is the fact that it was made in a lab, so maybe there was some sort of gene mapped into Blue that allows her to live in any type of temperament. Like, I don't know. Well, you gotta imagine, he's moved several hundred miles away. Blue uh, more has, than that. Yeah, Blue has just followed him there. But Blue acts as though he's not Owen later on. Oh, also, I didn't even think about this, they were in South America. Yeah. So how does that work? Do you like cross through Mexico and then just go up? Like, yeah, up the Rio Grande? I guess so. Like, like how does that? Oh. As a scene out of context, the scene is really cool. But yeah. within context, the circumstances demand that we ask some questions. I don't know. <laughs> and you're right. It, it's, it's a little convenient that whenever they want to have something reproduce, it's always in Jurassic Park asexually. At some point, don't you think these animals are getting on, getting on? Well, no, she was the only one of her kind. Everybody else died. Everybody, every other dinosaur, Velociraptor died. Yeah. Uh, in Texas, two children are chased by an enormous swarm of locusts. And now we're in the Lord of the Flies. This, <laughs> this is the, brought to the attention. This is brought to the attention of paleobotanist Ellie Sattler. She investigates the farm where the locusts attacked and ate up all the crops. Ellie is told by the children's mother that by the neighboring crops, which were untouched by the locusts, are planted by biosyn. What is a paleobot? Does that mean you? They deal with prehistoric plants. Oh, not prehistoric dinosaurs? No, that's a paleontologist. I thought it was thinking like, Dinosaurs who eat plants, no. like herbivores. <laughs> Wait, so why was she at Jurassic Park to begin with? Because at Jurassic Park, all the animals and the plants were from the prehistoric era. Oh, so she has always been a paleobotanist. Yes, that has always stacked up. Okay, yeah, because remember when he picks up Alan, he says something like, "You know, we'd love to get the opinion of a paleontologist, and also we wouldn't mind having the opinion of a paleobotanist." Also, I didn't know that was an actual thing. Like, you can go to school for that. Yeah, is there money in that? Like. Is there money in any research-based well, study? No. <laughs> at what point do the plants all die off? Like, is it Ross fossils? Geller was where, was living in a small apartment. Like, it's fossils? Yeah, it's plant fossils. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But this, okay, the scene of the locusts. 
it is frightening from a kid's point of view, but isn't this a dinosaur movie? I, I honestly covered my eyes the whole time. Like, I couldn't even tell you anything about the scene. So, I, like, did not watch. I got Here's the question. Why would you call a paleobotanist for a bug problem? Uh, wouldn't you call an entomologist or a botanist? A paleobotanist is only for an extinct plant is a problem. This is an extinct locust in a modern field. Sattler is not needed here. What is an entomologist? Wait, is that insects. medical? They oh, study insects. Not medical. Okay. No, you're thinking entometriologist. Am I? Sure. Okay. Uh, also, it has been four years. How is Sattler the end all be all name in extinct things? She retired She's almost in extinct. the lost world. She's almost extinct. She retired in the lost world. Why is she working still? Does it say she's formally working or was it more so like, I have a friend who like did this for a while. Well, Let me call her. Well, that's the thing. Well, you know, they didn't, I mean, I don't. They didn't say like everything else. Thank you. Right. Okay. Got it. I keep thinking like I'm missing things and I'm like, am I did, was I just not paying attention? Cause you're, there's a 75% chance I wasn't. You're not missing anything. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, Ellie, re on that. Ellie reunites with Dr. Alan Grant, who is working with other aspiring paleontologists. She brings a captured locust to him because he would know that and explains the situation, fearing that if they spread, they may wreck the food chain. Isn't he in Europe or something too? He's like not in Texas. No, he's probably in Probably in Nevada. <laughs> I just everyone else is. Uh, Alan and Ellie figure that Biosyn must have made them so that their crops are all that remains. Ellie wants to get DNA from another locust at the Biosyn sanctuary and asks for Alan's help. She was already invited by their old friend, Dr. Ian Malcolm. Why? Despite showing some hesitance, Alan ultimately agrees to join. Why would anybody? Who houses these locusts, knowing what they're used for, invite you anywhere having to do with the loci? Isn't that, that's the plural. Who are you talking about? I, I just don't get why she was invited. I mean, I guess he has no idea about the locusts. Here's why he invited her. The plot needed them in the story. I, it doesn't make. <sighs> yeah, that was it. And I'm not buying the chemistry between Alan and Ellie. Okay, yeah, that was the other thing. It was awkward, right? I don't know if I have... I know I've, oh, I it, couldn't even tell you the last time that I saw the first three episodes, like part two and three. Yeah. Did they get together at the end? They did. No. no, they never did. No, here's what happened. In the first movie was the first movie. Yes. Jurassic Park. Okay. In Lost World, that was Ian's movie. Yes. In the in Jurassic Park three, he goes to Ellie's house. Ellie is married. She's got kids. And she's saying, you know, if you ever need anything from me, just holler. I know you're going to the island. So after all the shit, man, he calls her and she brings like the army and the Navy to shore to, to rescue them. That's it. Oh, cause it, she does reference that she got divorced. Yes, in this, in this one. Okay, but they never, they were always just friends. In this, yeah, in the movie series, they were always just friends. In the why make them in the book, they oh. were not in, in Jurassic Park, the original book. They were a couple. I like them as friends. So do I. They they're like cousins. Right. It's like kissing your sister. A little weird. I yeah. It, okay. And they were weird. Yeah. Uh, so let's recap Biosyn's big plan here: uh, destroy all other food sources except your own, which destroys countless ecosystems within those food sources, which ultimately would destroy your own food source from natural naturally occurring, which would put you directly in the crosshairs of the public. Great plan. I feel like a high school dropout who slept through basic biology and history classes wrote this. Um. What does this have to do with dinosaurs? Not a damn thing! Okay. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like an idiot. I'm like, wh what am I missing? Find a happy place, find a happy place, find a happy place!
Like, I, I don't. <laughs> well, here we Hey, don't worry. Let's go back to Blue. Back at the cabin, Blue and Beta come upon Owen, Claire, and Maisie. They are all surprised to see Blue has become a mother. The mercenaries soon make their move and capture Beta. Maisie rides her bike across the bridge and is also taken by the villains. Owen sees this and gets Claire to go after them. Claire says she knows who can help them. Here's my thing. Yep. Were they after Maisie or were they after Blue? They were after Blue, but then they reported, we've also found the girl. Why? Why do they care? Because everyone's looking for the girl. She's on every news report. There's got to be money in this. Four years later? Well, what they expect, what Henry Wu is saying, because Henry Wu is the one saying, yes, get the girl also, because she can unlock possibility of... They want to use her body for science. Yes. It, it all just... But back to your point, and mm -hmm. you note this later on, there are very big differences between the DNA of a human and the DNA of a dinosaur <laughs> crossed with a frog, crossed with the Ant-Man, crossed with the Easter Bunny. Like, I don't even know. But, like... Stop I know stepping at my points. I know I'm not a scientist, <laughs> but, like, dag. Um, can we talk about Blue meeting up with the fam? I like this. But how? why is she so feral? I think it's because she is no longer a beta herself. Owen made her a beta in Jurassic World. She has now had to embody. She is now the, the alpha of her life. It's mm -hmm. very empowering. It is very like, I am woman, hear me roar, right? Like she is now a new alpha with okay. her baby. I think she's just going into mom mode. And she's being, I didn't think about that. She's being confronted with another alpha and she is no longer a submissive. And that does not work for the previously established relationship that they have cultivated. That's my interpretation. So then my question is, then why on earth would she travel all that way with Owen? My guess is she did that because it is still her, my guess is still her parent, there's still a bond there. I think she looks to Owen like her own mom. Okay. But I also, we have to assume that when she traveled, she was not bearing a child at that point. I, I'm assuming it's once she got settled near there, that's when the baby happened. Okay. I, I, I like your rationale. Not that any of that was explained. Teratoga I, or Terramore or- Trevoro? Whatever. I like your rationale. Thank you. Thank of you. the mom mode. I think that's, I mean, I get it. Um, it tracks. There's Maisie. Four years she's been running away, and this is how she gets caught. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> I, like, I'm bored. I'm bored. Did Owen literally make a promise to a dinosaur? I think it's cute. I talk to dogs all the time. Dogs it's, I don't even know. Dog brain, mammal brains and lizard brains are different things. Who cares? I literally pass dogs on the street and I don't say a dang thing to their owner, but I'm like, you're so cute, hi. The only thing missing from this was Blue jumping in the front seat with him going, let go. You know? <laughs> I saw movie. a dog that looked just like Scrappy-Doo last weekend and oh, I like oh. actually died. <laughs> hey. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Scrappy-Doo. Uh, Claire contacts Franklin, who now why? works. Why? <laughs> why? Because all of a sudden he's the CIA exec. Be the reason why we have to get them all in the same place. He's working at the <laughs> Pentagon. Surprisingly, he he traded in his uh his little uh his little hat there for a suit. And now he's somebody important. 
He helps them get info on Delacorte and points them to Owen's former co-worker at Jurassic World, Barry Sundin. Also, why? Because you want Barry in the movie, too. I, I do like that he got more camera time. You, me, I'm, too. I'm into him. Who can help take them to wherever the mercenaries are taking Maisie and Beta? Now, I'm not going to go on a... I'm, I'm going to go on a little tangent here with Omar. I was going to say, yeah, I, you are. You a paragraph written. I, I have one sentence written about this. Mm. Yeah, and... You stop stepping on my points also, okay? This guy should have replaced Chadwick Boseman in T'Challa. Why? In Black, in Black Panther. I don't Wakanda think forever. you can say that. He's dead now. You replace people all the time in the movies when they pass away. Right, but like you you don't just like talk about it. I'm talking about- it's like an unspoken thing. They replaced Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies. I don't know what that means, but sure. The, the main- No, headmaster. I know who it is. Okay, just, then. Well, they didn't replace Heath Ledger in- um, what did he, what did they have to like superimpose him in? It wasn't Joker. It was something afterwards. Oh, the uh, Emporium, some, yeah, Agorium, whatever it was. Yeah, Mr. Parnassus. No, I made that no, up. No, that no Parnassus is another one. He was he in that Parnassus. He was in Parnassus. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, you already got me talking about the CIA with Franklin. Uh, CIA has known about Delacorte, but can't catch him yet. He's not exactly hiding. I don't know. Why do they know? Why do they care? I. Is there not like a dinosaur like section? None of, this makes sense. None of it makes sense. Is there is there not like a um, you know, one eight hundred dinosaur gotcha, like a hotline you can call? Knowing how slow government moves, they probably are still working on a bill to create another division of the government to handle dinosaur affairs. Mm, well. It's been four years, give it eight. Fair enough. Uh, Alan and Ellie arrive at the sanctuary and meet Ramsey Cole, Biosyn's head of communications, another good actor. Uh, he introduces them to Dodgson, who promises they are working on something revolutionary and groundbreaking, but won't tell you what it is. Did they recognize <laughs> him? They knew him from the first movie? Dodgson? Yeah. Yes. Okay, and they, yeah. He was the competitor to Hammond. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the look at her park and how much more perfect it is than the last time moment. And we know exactly how this is going to end. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I. Uh, Dodgson's I a Tim Cook clone, clearly. I don't know. I just like, I'm running out of things to say, um, quite frankly. <laughs> I'm just kind of bored with this. Not you, this. No, I know. I was, did you want to read what you wrote there? Or? No. Okay. Alan and Ellie are escorted to find Ian giving a lecture. Afterwards, he joins them and discreetly tells Ellie that the locusts are indeed part of a sinister scheme by Biosyn. I am confused. I'm ready for the phone commercial or the apartments.com slogan to just start like breaking out. Why would Biosyn hire Ian for this organization? Also, yeah. He's anti them. I don't know. And oh, Who's I, he lecturing to? I don't know. And why... I don't really. I is this the Jurassic know. College? Are these students? Is this just an excuse to have Malcolm lecture for the audience? Well, and like, where in Italy are we? Because this doesn't look easy to get to. It's uh, not like you're in Rome, and people can just like get there. They mentioned where it was in Italy, but I don't remember. They're like where. out in the mountains. Yeah, because they're in Malta when they go to the black market. Which is also not easy to get to. It's not like there's like a direct flight. Well, I'm sure there there That's is. That's why they got it's not Kayla a major, on board to There's do not it. a major place to fly into. It's an island. Um, how'd you feel when you saw all three actors together at the same time on the screen? I like it, and I like what they're trying to do, and I kind of like the idea of different character arcs and almost like these singular movies happening simultaneously, there just needed to be a better source of a common thread yeah. to weave them all together than there was. I and like, we'll talk about it, but. Yeah, for me it was, I saw them and it was kind of like, okay, that's really cool it's to nostalgic. see them. Because for years we'd heard about how Goldblum and Neil didn't like each other. 
In real life? Absolutely. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, in the second movie, Ian Malcolm signed on for it and Sam Neill would not sign on to it because uh, Goldblum was there. And in the third movie, when it was Sam Neill's movie, Goldblum wouldn't go on. Why? What happened? They did not like being around each other. Interesting. And so when I, when you watch this interaction with them, it's kind of like, Ellie, huh, huh, you, huh. And, and Alan, uh, you're here. <laughs> did you feel like it was weird? It, the three of them were weird together. I felt like Goldblum, who's probably the best actor of the three, did his best to be the glue between the three. But I just kept looking at Alan Ellie going, what happened to you two? Well, and I mean, here's the deal. If you don't have good material to work with, that, yes. what, what are you going to do? I felt like this, here, and you mentioned something a second ago, which was it, you liked how the stories interweaved along the way. The problem was you had three movies with the original three. Then you did two movies 20 years later with other people. And now you're bringing the people we've all forgotten about back into the mix again. Yeah, I almost needed like a previously on. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Um. So Malcolm and Sattler are now secret agents? Again, I, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> Why are they keeping this a secret instead of bringing up the news agencies? Because I don't I don't know. I don't know. Because there's <laughs> locusts? I don't I don't know. And what if the locusts are in Italy, why are they being released in Texas? Did that ever get explained? Um No. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Meanwhile, Dodgson meets with Dr. Henry Wu, who has since become remorseful of his actions in helping keep these experiments going, as he notes that the locusts have grown at an alarming rate. As he is still experimenting. That was not what he was in Fallen Kingdom, though. Fallen Kingdom, he was all about, yeah, let's keep doing this. I don't know. I don't buy it. Uh, I get it. Like, you're a scientist. You're going to science. But, like, hmm. I'm not buying it. He's the shell of a man he once was. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Uh, and Dodgson's into kidnapping now. Got it. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Uh, in Malta. Because, you know, an island vacation. An associate of Dodson's, Sonoya Santos, calls him to say that Maisie and Beta have been transported separately to Biosyn HQ. Owen and Claire also arrive and reunite with Barry. He brings them to a black market dinosaur ring where animals are being sold, eaten, or forced to fight. Was this not a scene out of Star Wars? I'm so glad you mentioned that because in the making of... Oh, jeez. No. You nailed this. I didn't read it either. It says here, uh, this is them talking, he goes, uh, he considered the Malta black market a departure from the dinosaur auction scene in Fallen Kingdom. Quote, I felt that what would really happen is a hive of scum and villainy. I wanted to see that. And that was a line directly from Star Wars. What a mooch. Okay. Talking about most Eisley Cantina, where all the aliens were in the movie that you saw. I'm kind of super impressed with myself. You killed it. You wrote that and I went, like Yay! my inner nerd is <laughs> somewhere deep inside. There is a little nerdy 12 year old boy playing with Star Wars Legos going, good job, Caitlin. I'm a little proud of you right now. Thank you, thank you. I'm a little proud. Thanks. Uh, okay, let's. I got a few things. Doesn't it seem like all this shady stuff shouldn't be happening at nighttime rather than the light of day? <laughs> it doesn't matter, they're in a cellar somewhere. Like who cares? It's dark all the time. And the black market's a neat look for this movie, but is it really a sustainable market? I mean, it's cool. I, again, These people should all be dead. Well, and my thing too is like, what do you need a dying? I understand when it's military, but like I kind of got the Fallen Kingdom piece because it's like military, ma, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like, it's not like it's like the seascape from Rembrandt. Like what, no. where are you, you gonna hang it in your front yard? Like you're gonna like keep it in the back? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna mention something hang later on. Hang it in on. your front yard, hang it in your front. 
in your front. Uh, <laughs> on your refrigerator. Yeah, like what are you gonna do? You're gonna hang it in like the front foyer of your house, stick it in the backyard. <laughs> Tired of burgers from the same old places? Sure, you could try a seafood fast food place like Captain D's, or you could try our new exquisite and exotic food at Jurassic Bites. With the influx of dinosaurs wandering the land, we realize that a new food source has arisen and we've taken advantage of it. Does it taste like chicken? Does it taste like frog? Does it taste like alligator? Kind of tastes like all three. And our chefs know how to put a little tang on every meal at our fine establishments. Try our Tyrannosaurus breakfast. One T-Rex egg, slice a T-Rex bacon and toast. Try our Stegosaurus burger. Two all Stegosaurus patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, tomato, and served on an actual Stegosaurus plate. And for our adventurous eaters, the Dilophosaurus roll, a sushi-style roll with white rice, Dilophosaurus meat, cucumber, and drizzled with Dilophosaurus spit to make your mouth go a little numb and your eyesight temporarily go away. It's fun for the whole family. And if you're still wondering if dinosaur meat is okay to eat, just take it from me. You can bet Jurassic can. Claire meets Kayla Watts, a pilot who flies for the vendors. She warns Claire about messing with anyone there, but eventually agrees to help Claire find Maisie. As this happens, Owen and Barry stay hidden and witness Delacorte meeting with Santos to smuggle atrociraptors. Even worse like than velociraptors. Like atrocious? Right. Not that they needed improvement, but there they are. Is this a step up from the one that they made for Fallen Kingdom that was scarier than the velociraptor? It's a step down, but it's in between. It the Velociraptor is blue. Yes. And then it, what did they call the one in Fallen Kingdom? The one in Fallen Kingdom was... Or is the Velociraptor what was in Fallen Kingdom and blue something different? No, blue was a Velociraptor from World and then Fallen Kingdom. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. The Atrociraptor, I think the Atrociraptors were the ones that we saw in Fallen Kingdom that were caged up where they shoot the laser. And it, right. Yeah, that was the Atrociraptor. No. In Fallen Kingdom, that's what it was. Are you sure? That seems sure. wrong. I, you know what? I really don't care. Fallen Kingdom was just bad. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Kayla's hot. Uh, the, the, I, she's the most redeeming thing. I like that she's got leading lady energy, but she still knows how to be a supporting character and like move this puppy along. Her eyes. You think she's hot? Oh my God, yes. That being said, as hot as Kayla is, I used to have a crush on Bryce Dallas Howard. And now she's kind of a sea donkey to me. What does that even mean? Just imagine a donkey, put it underwater, sea donkey. So a seahorse? No, a donkey. Why underwater? It's just something gross looking. Oh, okay. Is yeah. that? But that's not a thing. No, it's not a real thing. Okay, all right. Uh, the two confront and fight Delacorte and his men. Owen orders him to say where Maisie and Beta are, and he just gives them Santos's name before he gets eaten by dinosaurs in the fighting ring. Claire fights Santos and learns that Maisie is headed for Biosyn, and she outruns. She outruns a loose dinosaur before joining Kayla. Bryce Ellis Howard cannot run. <laughs> She's like watching, she, <laughs> she's you, not allowed to run. <laughs> it's like watching Nick Cage run. I love you so much. You just compared her to Nicolas Cage. Honestly, she's a little bit of a better runner than Nick Cage. Ugh. I know. Um, the fact she outran two velociraptors. Uh <laughs> like, here's the deal. Do you know that hippos are the leading cause of death? In, 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 in Uganda, like the number one animal that people get, like that people get killed by are hippos. And that velociraptor has a lot less weight on it than a hippo. Hippos can run over 40 kilometers. I don't know what kilometers are compared to miles, but I'm assuming it's fast, which makes me think Bryce Dallas Howard is not 
faster than a dinosaur. You make me so happy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's ba- all, folks. Barry arrests Santos, but not before she sicks one of her dinosaurs on Owen, who is riding a motorcycle to catch up with Claire and Kayla. He manages to board Kayla's plane just as she is getting ready to take off with Claire, and Owen uses the motorcycle to knock the dino off the ramp and into the ocean. Did you know we're now watching a Mission Impossible movie? <laughs> this was impossible. Like, I'm done. Big- Dead, deceased, done over it. Um, big action set piece. I love this because it's cool to see dinosaurs in action. I hate this because nobody has learned a damn thing about dinosaurs since the first Jurassic Park. Well, we talk about how they're superhuman, yet humans are beating them all the time. JC used to say this about the franchise, which was, it's smart people doing stupid things. This is stupid people doing stupid things. Okay, well, I already, okay, I'm gonna blow one of my own points later on. We're what we're actually watching is a scary movie. What is the paradox that they talk about in scary movies where it's like, don't go in the dungeon, right? That's don't, don't split right, up, but it's like actually called a thing. It's it's, it's called a cliche. Well, no, like I'm thinking of a different term than that. Yes, it is a cliche, but yeah. regardless, we're a now trope. in sure, yes, scary movie trope. I don't know. We yeah. are now in the scary movies and not the real scary movies, the ironic scary movies. Yes, uh, the ones that the, the Marlon Wayans brothers did. Yeah, the Anna Ferris scary movies. Yeah. Uh, what are those big-ass dinosaurs in the black market doing there? Uh, didn't we already talk about this? Like, moving along. I don't I, know. I'm convinced Owen has anti-dino pheromones in this movie. I, no one can seem to get to him. No, he's just super fast. <laughs> Obviously. Um, let's see. Everyone is just running the streets, but nobody's taking cover. <laughs> Come on. It's Malta. They're on island time. Santos has that little blinky light and appears to be the key to this whole scene. And yet nobody's trying to get it from her. Um, so why is Kayla helping them? Doesn't she have a daughter or some variation of a child where she's like, oh, child. No. Heartstrings. No. I don't know. I'm done. I'm done trying to make sense of it. I'm done. Uh, Maisie arrives at headquarters and meets Wu. He explains to her that while she is a clone of Charlotte's, she is also her actual daughter because she gave birth to her. So she's her own mother and daughter. I'm good. I'm my own grandpa. Maisie (laughs) watches video footage of Charlotte and (laughs) sees... Yay! I got a snort. I just don't understand. (laughs) Like, why is a black hole not enveloped them all? You know, like, what do you have? Do you have a soundbite of Doc being like, "It's gonna cause"? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, a a paradox of massive abortions. Yeah, like, where is God damn it, Marty? Here's the deal. If Marty McFly could not run into his past or future variations of himself, why can Maisie even exist if she is like all of those things simultaneously all of the time? Also, when we watch the video, do we have another immaculate conception? One hundo. (laughs) One hundo. I don't get it. I don't understand. I, I don't know. The The more we're talking, the less I want to talk about this. No, this is awesome. I kind of just want to like be done. Because I'm actually- Dino Nuggets. I, I, you know what I want? I just want Dino Nuggets now. I'm changing my grade in my head right now because of this conversation. Yeah, I know. Now I'm like, what's lower than an F? Okay. Uh, Charlotte suffered from a genetic disease, but she managed to alter Maisie's DNA to remove all traces of the disease. Woo Why ho- wouldn't she just- Hold on. Why wouldn't she just alter her own DNA to get rid of said disease? 
I don't know. Wu hopes that by studying Maisie's DNA, he can reverse the locust outbreak by altering their DNA. Can't you just kill them? This is not how DNA works. I don't know. <laughs> the math ain't mathin'. That's what the tagline should have been. Math, not mathin'. I, and then I went logical. By altering the DNA, she's not technically a clone then. Mm. Right? Clone would be the exact DNA replica. No, I'm not a clonist. Much like clonist, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a colonialist. Okay, much like the dinosaurs were not actually clones of the actual dinosaurs. It was a mishmash of dinosaur and frog. Right. So we're talking about two completely different things. So really, Maisie is like no help at all. Nothing. No, I know. I don't know. I just keep thinking about taglines in my head. And right now I'm thinking like, you thought you were watching a dinosaur movie. You're not. <laughs> Jurassic Park Dominion. Welcome to a horror movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> two hours and 22 minutes of your life. Take it. <laughs> Alan and Ellie sneak into the containment room for the, for the locusts to get a DNA sample, just as Maisie tries to escape with Beta. Dodgson sounds the alarm, which causes the locusts to swarm around Alan and Ellie, but they manage to get out safely. Yeah, I didn't even watch this scene either. Do locusts bite? I don't know. I mean... Because if so, how on well, earth did these two geriatrics manage to get through the locust swarm unscathed? I bet they do because that was one of the plagues in, like, in the in the Old right, Testament in right. Exodus. But I thought that the plague just wiped out the plant. Well, they the eat something. They they wiped out the farming. Yeah, but they they eat it. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm know not either. an em, em, empanolo, empanada and en, entomologist. entomologist. <laughs> I'm not an entomologist. Um. What if I talked like that? But the, here's the thing. What bothered me about the scene was that they walk in and you see the, the the grass moving. Yeah, I didn't watch this whole scene. That bothered me too. I, I was like, I'm like not into this. I did not sign up for a Bugs Life part two. And when she, when she says, Alan, reach in and get one. I was like, don't no. put your hands in there. No. <laughs> this is stupid people doing stupid things. You thought you were watching a dinosaur movie? Uh, You're not. <laughs> uh, they meet Maisie, who knows who they are. Why? How? I, Where? No idea. The only thing I could think of is if maybe d the idea is that Charlotte met them back at the old Jurassic Park and somehow that imprinted somewhere in her psyche. I think the tag, the through line would be in Jurassic World, Maisie was a big dinosaur dork. Uh, because her father was Mr. Lockwood. In Hammond's, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? In, the, in Jurassic World. World Fallen Kingdom, yes. Okay. Uh, he, she was a dino nerd, and we found out that Hammond's partner was Lockwood, and so maybe she knew about them through the problems that happened at Jurassic Park through her father. Wasn't Lockwood the one? The in, old guy. In Jurassic Park, like the original. No, he was never in the original. He was, was a made-up character. he supposed to be, though? He was a made-up character for this series. Right, but... Wasn't there originally some relation to the old guy that originally created Jurassic yes, Park? Yes, Lockwood and Hammond were partners, and Hammond went capital, and Lockwood went study. They split up over the idea of a park. Oh, I see. Yeah. But, so but, it's not far-fetched for Charlotte to have known him, potentially. It's not far-fetched to have known Hammond, but to know Alan and Ellie, no. it might have been because they were so famous because of the Jurassic Park incident. Dude, I don't know. Yeah. You're asking really logical questions, and I think you should just stop. Jeez, I cracked myself up. 
They meet Maisie, who knows who they are. She joins them as they run. They are found by Ramsey, who agrees to help them because <laughs> the plot dictates so. Because he finds Biosyn's work to be unethical. He sends them away in a monorail to safety. Ellie tells Maisie that she knew Charlotte as a student. How? And, and says Where? she was a brilliant when? and kind Why? person. How? I thought this was going to be a setup. I thought they were like riding a train to... Dinosaur land. Chale. Yeah, well, they go to dinosaur land. It stops. I... <sighs> yeah. Uh, Ramsey's all of a sudden a turncoat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. I'm over it. Why does Biosyn keep hiring people who are against Biosyn? Why do they have a monorail? Like it's <laughs> Disney World. Well, Into why does a sanctuary have a monorail? <laughs> why? <laughs> why does it have underground tunnels where there are unsanctioned dinosaurs? Did you also notice how when Kayla and Owen crash that, or like when they land the plane, they're like in the middle of a, you know, frozen tundra. But then in this sanctuary, there there's like foliage everywhere. Like they're in a jungle of some kind. I didn't know what was happening scene to scene with the weather. Climate change, baby. <laughs> Climate change. But it's not that fast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, now we're in the air. Kayla's plane is attacked by the real Quetzalcoatlus, forcing Claire- Did to, you just make that up? No. Okay. Forcing Claire to eject and fall into the lake trees after they rip her parachute. Owen and Kayla crash into a nearby ice lake. They attempt to safely make their way across it, but are chased by another dinosaur. The two make it across just in time and head off to relocate Claire. She gets down from the tree, but has to quietly evade a pyroraptor that has been stalking her in the forest. Owen and Kayla hide as the T-Rex makes her appearance to eat, but she is held off by a gigantosaurus, a much larger predator. They manage to get to Claire. All of these names are really dumb. Yes. <laughs> I just want to say that. That's really all I have to As add. great as these scientists were, they were awful at naming these dinosaurs. Like, I, I actually love the scene. Why? Think about this. They fall from the same plane, right? Yes. So how far apart do you think they fell? As a math person. As a math person, miles. Okay. Hundreds of miles? I would say tens miles. Okay. Yeah. So... Not far enough for there to be two completely different climates. No. Okay. No. Got she, it. She Great. lands in what appears to be the Amazon, and they land on Alaska. I. Yeah. Uh, this is why I love the scene. It feels like Jurassic Park two and three at this point. Which one? The new two and three, or no, the old two and three? The park, not the world. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Because there's dinosaurs. Yeah, they threw all the damn dinosaurs into one scene. And but but but. <laughs> now remember just like in every Jurassic Park or world movie these types of events could never happen again if we're six movies in and we're making the same mistakes and not learning from them then how do you expect the audience who is well aware of the mistakes to buy into your story the dinosaurs should have mutated and evolved on their own and gotten smarter instead the humans got dumber because it's a scary movie <laughs> we're actually watching a scary movie it's a scary movie it's a scary movie <laughs> but Here's the thing. The scene itself, the plane being attacked by the Quetzalcoatlus. Please stop saying that. It's a, the, by the bird dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> what are they originally called? The Pteranodons and pterodactyls? That pterodactyl. Okay. So call it that. When they're <laughs> a big fat pterodactyl. When they're when that scene itself is a cool scene. The sure. problem is it doesn't need to be in this movie. Nothing needs to be in this movie. <laughs> Not even film. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, oh, is this over yet? Nope. Alan, Ellie, and Maisie are making their way through caverns and find, mind you, we are about an hour and a half in and we still have not put together the original trio and the, the new trio. No, I know. You don't need to remind me. I felt... Uh, okay. Al <laughs> Long. And I'm taking my man mansplaining card out again and handing it to you. Long. Okay. Alan, Ellie, and Maisie are making their way through caverns and find dinosaurs attacking, prompting them to run until they make it outside. Meanwhile, Ian tears Dodgson a new one for his actions, and Dodgson fires him. He's not saying anything here. He wasn't saying his lectures already. Who cares? This is what happens when you write a story from specific scenes you want to see and connect them rather than the natural flow of story structure. No, but no, 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 no. He had already pre-written all of this, right? Like he, he knew what this was going to happen. He said he did. Yeah, he's a moron. Right. Who is this guy? Colin Trevorrow. Burn his house down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's really intense. <laughs> Yeah. Not in 2023. Someone will do that shit. Okay. Jeez. Uh, Ian works with Ramsey to get back to Ian's friends. He helps them escape the dinosaurs by freeing them from the enclosure. Dot, because this always works out well. Dodgson then sets fire to the locust lab to destroy evidence, and the flaming locusts break free and begin flying out into the open. And I wrote, ha, 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 Jurassic World Dominion is so bad. <laughs> I cannot. So the DNA expert thinks that by burning the locust lab, nobody will ask questions. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, hi, Mark. Okay. Like, let's I just... did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> Can we just watch the room instead? Because at this point, that would be better. Um, Alan, Ellie, Ian. Alan, Ellie, Ian, Maisie. Attempt to outrun a large dinosaur in a van. Of course they do. But are knocked down a hill. Good. Luckily, they land near Owen, Claire, and Kayla. The most realistic thing that's <laughs> happened until we get to that. Claire also gets to meet Ellie while Owen meets Alan. The group is then stalked by the Gigantosaurus, who almost gets Maisie, but she escapes, and Ian fends it off by throwing a burning cloth into its mouth. Can we just be done? No. Okay. Uh, everyone meets everyone. Yep. This is meant to be a bigger moment that it actually comes off as. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I see this as the Entertainment Weekly moment where you got a picture of them all together and I, you use that to sell the movie. It's like, it stinks because it's a cool, I really like the concept. It just is very like inorganic. Yes. It, it feels forced. At least in Saved by the Bell, freaking Slater and... Jesse. Yes. Like, at least they taught at Bayside <laughs> High. Like, at least there was, like, a reason for them to be there. They weren't just, like, stalking teenagers. No. Uh, I don't know. While the heroes work on an escape plan, Biosyn starts to burn to the ground, forcing the employees to flee. Dodgson attempts to make off with his work, and Ramsey tells him off one last time before leaving. Dodgson attempts to get away in the monorail, but is cornered by a trio of Dilophosaurus who make a meal of him. Okay, cool. Bye. Bad guy gets eaten by a dinosaur. Bye. Not as cool as when Newman gets nuked. That, that's right. Not nuked, but you know. No, because the same animals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nedry and JP1, Peter Ludlow and JP2, Cooper Udesky and Nash, uh, JP3, Vic Hoskins and four. It's predictable. We knew this was going to happen. It wasn't like it was just going to get away scot-free. No, never. For an epic conclusion, you gave us everything we already knew. Yeah, it's just more of the same. Just a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Here at Biosyn, we don't just specialize in changing the world going forward. We also want to make sure we remember where we came from. And as we've grown larger and larger in the food creation department by dipping our toes in DNA manipulation and farming, we've accidentally unlocked something fascinating. A new cereal. 
BioSins member berries may look like your average cereal with cornflakes and colorful chunks of marshmallows that Caitlin loves, but our member berries, as we call them, are much more than that. With every spoonful of member berries, it'll take you back to a simpler time. Memories you didn't know that you had. And even better, they're only good memories. No trauma at the breakfast table ever again. One minute you're having a bad morning, the next you're remembering the very first kiss in kindergarten with the cutest girl in class. Maybe you're a movie critic who's watched the sixth movie in a series and you grab a bowl of member berries and instantly you're remembering all the things in the first movie that were so good and that the next five movies failed to recapture, leading to, ultimately, one of the worst conclusions in movie history. Ah, the good old days. Biosyn is on your side and looking to make the world a better place. And in this case, one spoonful at a time. Biosyn member berries for a limited time only. Beta comes upon the heroes and is sedated so they can safely bring her along. They are also found by Wu, who has found a way to alter the locust DNA to stop the spread. Just as the group prepares their leave, the Gigantosaurus reappears, but is then caught between the T-Rex and a, oh Jesus, Therizinosaurus. The, the Rizzo. Okay. <laughs> the humans flee to avoid the dino fight, and it ends with the T-Rex pushes the Gigantosaurus into the, the Rizzo's claws. And there's our big dinosaur brawl like right them. on cue. I don't like them. It makes me sad. The dinosaurs? Yeah. I just don't like to see them get hurt. It's like, hey, friends, let's have some fun. Even though they were actively trying to kill our lead characters. I mean, at this point, I don't care. <laughs> just someone die and go. Just give me the dinosaurs. Upon returning to safety, Alan and Ellie rekindle their romance and later head to- What wa- romance? Thank you. And later head to Washington, D.C. to testify against Biosyn. Wu's work is a success and stops the locust spread. Owen, Claire, and Maisie return home and- Apparently, kidnapping is still okay with them, and reunite Beta with Blue. Before retreating back into the forest, Blue shares one last look with Owen. Oh, everyone gets a happy ending. Okay, well, hold on. Let me ask you this, because the locusts were already set free from the fire, right? Uh Okay, so how do you alter the DNA of the locusts that were just, like, let free into the wild? So the expectation here is that when Wu walks out there with the one locust that's fixed and he flies up with all the other, that he is spreading his DNA to all of those. I don't think that's how that works. I don't know how insects have sex. Okay. So oh, is when, that what you mean? Like, yeah. is that how that like would happen? Like, when they're all flying together, they're hitting it, hitting it all the time. Is that seriously how that would happen? I think so. Oh. But I don't that think two flies get down with some berry white and go, okay, let's find a, a quote. But that doesn't change the DNA of the prior established locusts. Like they no, would still need to die off. But if you see what I'm saying, I'm I'm really sorry about this lipscomb. If the insect shoots its DNA into another one, then that DNA is now infecting that insect. I no, I think it would have to do with the offspring it creates instead. Think about making a baby. When you make a baby and you have like new DNA with that baby, it's not changing your DNA. I gotta take these off. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can. Caitlin, okay. Caitlin, you, you've put me in a position of defending this movie, and I don't appreciate it. Why? <laughs> Why? Do you see what I'm saying, though? No, I do. Like, uh, I don't get it. So, the world has short-term memory. We forget that Alan and Ellie have practically nothing in common. Oh, you're just you're just ignoring me at this point about my locust DNA question. It's fine. I don't really care. Move it along. Forget the fact that Wu is probably it. going to go down as capital crimes, considering his creations killed thousands of How people. How has he not died yet? and was the through line between two companies in InGen and Biosyn. Forget the fact that Blue wanted to kill Owen out of nowhere, and forget the fact that Maisie is still in there. Owen and Claire's custody illegally, There's we can no presume. Custody. There's no custody. Right. I don't know. I like the Blue and Owen of it all. To me, that's a redeemable part of the movie. 
But again, my you original like the, comment. You know what? It reminds you of the brontosaurus look back. Oh. That's what that was. You got the look back look. No, but like in a good way. <laughs> it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> What? I gotta go. This has been fun. I'm I'm tapped at nope. this point. We got a little more. Um, yeah, I don't know. One last look back. One final voiceover proclaims that dinosaurs and humans must adapt in order to coexist, which they already did in Fallen Kingdom. So actually, we spent two and a half hours and got nowhere. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm done with the franchise. Deceased. Done. Put his fork in me. Done. That's nope. all. Done. That Bye. is all, folks. I just want to turn on Willy Wonka. It is. Oh. Oh. I don't have them on here. No. I know. Uh, according to top critics at Rotten Tomatoes, it has a tomato meter rating of 22%. That's so bad. Why did I go <laughs> see this movie? Here's the critic consensus. Jurassic World Dominion might be a bit of an improvement over its immediate predecessors in some respects. Amen. Amen. But, but this franchise has lumbered a long way down from its classic start. I, I mean, I quit looking at me for more to say than what I've already said. It sucks. I if I don't look at you, you will talk over me. So I'm I have done. to look at you to get what you're gonna say. Ah. Okay, so here's three people, three, only three people that, that didn't like this. There's more, obviously. Robbie Collin of the Daily Telegraph said, inevitably Jurassic World Dominion will make a fortune worldwide since these films always do. But in credibility terms, it's an extinction level event. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Michael Phillips of the Chicago Tribune says, the action is perpetual and perpetually in need of a better director. And <laughs> heightens and sharpens our pleasurable excitement instead of it and my favorite one of all peter howell of the toronto star you're my you're my golden ticket on this one if 100 tyrannosaurus rexes were put into a room with 100 typewriters pounding away with their adorable tiny claws they would likely produce something of greater value than the witless bombast of dominion that was so savage that was awesome i'm, I'm here i'm here for it so the audience score is a 77 percent that's better than what i thought quite frankly people are dumb I thought I liked it. I thought I was entertained. And now I'm like, no, I hate this and everything about it. And I hope I never have to watch it again. I was entertained. I bet you were. Because this movie's freaking hysterical with it's how bad it is. It's so dumb. Yes. Uh, time to figure out the awards got it right. <laughs> no Academy or Golden Globes. At the, at the Academy of Science Fiction, it was nominated for Best Science Fiction Film. No. Lost to Nope. Oh, I liked Nope. <laughs> It wasn't better than Dune mm -mm. or Free Guy. Oh, I didn't watch that. That looked dumb. That was great. Uh, best special effects it was nominated for, but it lost to Godzilla versus Kong. Jeez. Uh, let's be honest. It, it shouldn't have won anything. That's why we're going to the Golden Raspberry Awards. The Razzies. Okay. Worst actress. Aw. She won? Bryce Dallas Howard was nominated. But Alicia Silverstone won for The Requiem. Okay, well, fair. Yeah, have you seen that? No. She's awful. I, I'm really not a fan of hers normally. Outside of Clueless, like anything else. Did you ever watch American Woman when it was on? When American she did that on TV Land? No. Yeah, I mean, she's not I don't, She's not a good adult actor. No. Uh, worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. Uh, it was nominated, but it lost to Blonde. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Darmus. Yeah. Yeah. Now we go to worst screenplay. It lost to Blonde. Okay. Uh, now we're at the Alliance of Women Film Journalists. Nominated for two. The first award was for She Deserves a New Agent. It went to Anna DeArmas for Blonde. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard loses that one. And Time Waster Remake or Sequel, it won. Oh no. It won for that. Do you think it was better than Halloween Ends? 
Because uh, you hated Halloween Ends, didn't you? I walked out of Halloween yeah. Ends. Yeah. A Halloween Ends was short, though. This was two hours and 27 minutes. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah. Okay. Next segment titled Top 3, Bottom 3. So, I'll go first. My number three. Uh, my top three. Number three, the dinosaurs still look good. Yeah. Uh, that, that's never gone away. My number two, I like the beginning montage of footage of dinosaurs just roaming all over the damn place. I think that's exactly how it would look. Uh, and my number one, the black market idea is cool. Uh, it doesn't work well, but it's a cool idea. That Those are my three. Okay, what I see you wrote one thing. So. I, I'm kind of, <laughs> well... I don't even know that these are positives because they're all like, it was a good idea, I guess. You wrote an essay. I wrote an essay. (laughs) I agree. I think the CGI still holds up. I do think that their interpretation of human meddling and like what and the ramifications, what this would look like politically, ethically, all of that. Like, I think it's sound. I think it holds up. I think that's fine. I think this movie had a lot of good intentions. I like the idea of different. It's like a it's not you. It's me speech. Right. I think it had good ideas. I like the idea of the different franchises kind of coming together. It just, it it didn't work logistically. No. So you get an A for effort. It had a lot of, of good ideas, yes. but couldn't tie them together. That's quite literally all I could come up with without just copying you. Okay. So there okay. we have it. There we have it. Uh, bottom three. This must have been hard. Uh, my number three, bringing back the old crew was for no other reason than to have some cool entertainment weekly photos to market your movie. They serve no purpose in this. Okay, keep going. Okay, my number two, <laughs> locusts. Seriously, nobody's coming to a dinosaur movie to watch a parable about locusts and farming. And my number one, after six movies, the smart people are still making dumb choices. Your three... No locusts. No dead, done, deceased, dunzo. <laughs> stick a fork in it, done. No. I did not sign up for Lord of the Flies. I did not sign up for Scary Movie 13. I signed up to watch a dinosaur movie. I do not like Green Hand because I am. Like, where are the dinosaurs? Where are the dinosaurs? Where are the dinosaurs? I don't want to watch Anna Ferris in Scary Movie. I don't want to watch that stupid Allstate commercial where they're like, why can't we just get in the running car? Like, that's quite literally. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Dead done. Like, take me back to Bravo. I'd rather just talk about Scandaval. Okay? They cool. e- they even shoehorned in Jeff Goldblum having a shirt off in this. Did you notice that? Yeah, he's hot. Like, I'll give him that. No, but I mean, you know, that was the big joke in JP. That fine. Yeah, so there there's a button. Like, oh, sorry. And I was like, Oh yeah, he's like a he's like a low buttoner yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. So that it just fell flat. There again, a lot of good ideas, very poorly executed. And it's sad because if this really is the end to it all, which I mean this it is, is the nail. This in is the, the finale. It like what a bad way to go out. It, it, I mean, crap. It's like it's kind of disheartening. It's tragic, but here's the thing. It wasn't like he was on an upward trend anyway. I don't know. Jurassic World was good. Well, that's the thing. Jurassic World was good because it came out of nowhere. But if you watch that movie, it's just Jurassic Park. No, it is. Yeah. And then Fallen Kingdom, I think everybody was looking for a win after that monstrosity. Right. This is better than Fallen Kingdom. This movie. I'll give it that. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, okay. You ready for the critics analysis? No. Sure. Okay. Do you want to go first? I, I mean... I had between a C and a D, and now I feel like that's like real generous. I'm thinking like a D minus. It, I literally, the only thing I wrote down is like, why do you have so much written, Joe? Like, why do you have so many thoughts? I feel like I've expressed all of my thoughts 
pretty eloquently over the last 45 hours that we've been sitting here talking about this debauchery. Again, I think it's got a lot of great ideas. They don't, they, they just don't lend themselves well to the script, to the characters. There is not like seamless transitions. There are no transitions, actually. <laughs> there are no exposition. There's no common thread linking these things together. And it sucks because they had a really cool opportunity to do a lot of cool things with a lot of really monumental actors that make Jurassic Park nostalgic to so many fans. And they just completely destroyed it. Yeah. I mean, even down to the names of the dinosaurs. I, like, I'm done. The Rizinosaurus. I'm, I'm done. Like, how about you need to get an original Saurus in there? Or like, you know. Or a real one. Or a real dinosaur. How about that? Like, that would have been a cool turn in this is that they were they cloning. a real dinosaur? That they were cloning at the beginning mixtures of animals. And they found a way to clone one 100% pure. I don't know. I just, yeah. The the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, I actually didn't enjoy this at all, I don't think, because there are so many loose ends that are not tied up, that are not explained, that are not transitioned well. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that go unanswered, unexplained. There are a lot of really choppy, awkward moments. It, it just like, I, I'm done talking about it. What grade do you want to give it? A D minus. A 62%. Great. Awesome. Okay, so now I get to destroy this mother Okay, Go. this movie's bad for three very important reasons. Three reasons why the park movies are better than the world movies, generally speaking. I still think Jurassic World is a very fine movie. Number one, they don't know what else to do with the dinosaurs. Instead of using the dinosaurs we know in new and intriguing ways, they just make more monstrous dinosaurs. The problem is that the further we get from the T-Rex and the Velociraptors of Jurassic Park 1, the less frightening they are. I no longer feel the scale of these monsters, and I'm expecting the jump scares because they appears to be all they have left. In making bigger and bigger dinosaurs, they gave up creativity, and the end result is a bunch of CGI fodder on the screen that doesn't make the audience anything other than bored. My number two, the plot is poorly written. When the writers sat down for this movie, they had some cool ideas they wanted in the movie. The black market scene, the super park, the montage of dinosaurs in the real world, all of which are good. But when you strip all of it away, the whole story is really about a genetics company in Biosyn trying to bring in Maisie so they can use her DNA to solve a problem they created. Now, when you think of it, this should not be as complicated as this is. The company goes public saying they messed up, Maisie's brought in, situation solved. All the clandestine nonsense is completely unnecessary. The more garbage they surrounded that idea with, the less sense it made. And my number three, the music is completely forgettable. Michael Giacchino was brought in on Jurassic World because they thought he could bring in a lot of the themes that John Williams had done from before and add a unique flair to them. Well, instead he made them less than and didn't bring anything as powerful to the party. This movie is bad. What's worse is that they didn't learn the lessons of Star Wars, which Colin Trevorrow saw firsthand. Star Wars' Path of Destruction in the sequel series predated this movie. Both movie franchises started in 2015. Star Wars fast-tracked their stories and finished the three movies in 2019. That means that there was plenty of time to rework the script and the details behind the scenes before they had to make their 2022 date. They ignored it. And that. what's worse, Colin Trevorrow was supposed to direct episode 
episode nine of Star Wars and bailed to screw up the Jurassic franchise. Thanks, Colin. You found a way to bring back everyone that everybody wanted and couldn't figure out a way to naturally write them back together. To me, this is the worst of the series. When I first saw it, I was on a high and I ranked the third in the whole series because I was going on the, yeah, dinosaurs, it's awesome. But in retrospect, this is a hot mess express. I am giving this an F. The same grade I gave Fallen Kingdom. Dun, dun, dun. Actually, I gave Fallen Kingdom a D minus. You think this is worse than Fallen Kingdom? I do. See, I don't. Here's why. Oh, no. The reason why is because for me, this movie, like Fallen Kingdom, it's a hard watch because of how bad it is. Right. This movie, within 10 minutes, I knew how bad this was. And I was able to go, you know what? It's going to be a shit show. I'm going to have a ball with Caitlin talking about this one. Mm. And honestly, you and I have never laughed this hard in a long time. True. Even when we did the unbearable weight of uh, uh, whatever it was, the Nick Cage movie, we didn't laugh this hard at how yeah. bad it was. And that means that this was so bad, it was great. Because I would watch this with you. If you were sitting there going, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. You want to get a couple of beers and watch Jurassic World? No. <laughs> and you'd be like... Can we turn it into a drinking game? Okay, sure. <laughs> I mean. I'll watch Vanderpump Express or whatever it is. Rules. Whatever. Gosh. I'll, I'm going to give it a three epi episode run. Okay. I would start with season two, maybe. Season two is your rec. I, I think you can start with season one if you want to see Jax and Saucy together. So that sets up for when Kristen, like, where, I don't, where that whole thing happens, but. Dealer's choice, up to you. Dealer's choice, okay. I don't like the first season of any reality show because it's always rough. So this movie gets a 58.5%. Cool, done. It's, it is a global killer. Great, love it. It is also tied at the bottom of the global killer list. Great. So the global killer pantheon is Rocky Horror Picture Show at number one. Oh, that's a little harsh. It's a shit movie. Oh, come on. It's iconic. Is it a bad movie? Depends on who you ask. It, <laughs> Drag queens everywhere love it. it. It's a bad movie. Okay, fine. Keep going. Uh, Waterworld is number two. I don't even know what that is. N uh, Kevin Costner. Oh. <laughs> Sad. The Matrix Revolutions is three. Okay. Solo, a Star Wars story is four. And right there along with them is Ju uh, Jurassic Park World Dominion, whatever the hell they want to call it, uh, with a solid fifth place mark in there. Yay, we have another one. Now, critics, that's off. Love, no, like, or none no, of the above, Caitlin. No. Can you tell us what your feelings are? No. <laughs> Can you expound no. on that? <laughs> I don't like it. This is awful. This is none of the above for me. I, yeah, I don't like, like the it. The only thing that I watch is with other people, and we'd have to have beers. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. I'm done. Okay, well. It's been fun. That's all we got time for today. You can email the Movie Planet using the address movieplanetpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or Podbean and give us a four or five star review. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, and follow our Instagram. The opinions expressed on the Movie Planet podcast are those of the individual hosts. The Movie Planet podcast is not affiliated with, prepared for, approved, or licensed by any entity that created any films discussed or reviewed herein. All movie clips and music included in the podcast are the intellectual property of the respective copyright holders. They are included here for the purpose of review, and no infringement is intended. Uh, Caitlin, no. do you have any last no. words? 
I'm done. <laughs> oh, we haven't been recording. You're lying. I'm the, yeah, I'm kidding. Oh my God. We have to do the whole thing over again. Could you imagine? I would literally walk out. Didn't we do that with Catch Me If You Can? No, I think we did it with Disaster Artist, maybe. Did we do Catch Me If You Can? You and I did Catch Me If You Can. I thought that was the one where I messed up. Was it up. Titanic? It might have been Titanic, I think. It was a long one. It, yeah, it was. And I think we had to re-record it. And it wasn't as good the second time. No, it was not. <laughs> kind of like this. That We will never re-record this. Uh, okay, so thanks for listening. And we apologize for having Nev put you through this. But hey, Jurassic Park's over. Yay us. And we can move on to better things like 21 Jump Street. Woohoo! You want to do 21 Jump Street next? I thought we were. I'm just checking in with yeah, you. That's yeah, all. Yeah. I know you've got a heavy schedule right now. I do, I do. Do you have time in the next week or so? No, not I'm going the, out of town. I mean, I mean, like after spring break. Oh, sure, probably. Okay, cool. I've seen it very recent. I watched it like a week ago. So the next movie we're doing is Twenty One Jump Street. There we go. Woohoo! Yeah, and we won't do Twenty Two because I know you don't like. No, that. I hate Twenty Two. Yeah, it's dumb. All right, happy, uh, thanks for listening, and thanks for coming back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you have a better spring break. Thanks. Later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>